0: Well, hello, everybody. Uh, hey, look, I know I'm a day late. This is the Harland Highway. I'm Harland Williams. I'm going to explain the tardiness, the lateness. Uh, normally, I'm not a guy for excuses, but I think I got a pretty good one. I'm going to explain to you once we get rolling into the show here, and I think you'll like the reason that I'm late, and I think you'll accept the reason that the podcast is a day late. Uh, I'm excited, and uh, you'll hear all about it in a minute. Also, we're going to be talking about buildings, your building, your building, your dwelling that you live in. Uh, what about it? What about Is it better than you? We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about, uh, well, um, let me just say it, ass-picking. When was the last time you picked your ass? Okay, I had a run-in with an ass-picker. <laughs> and uh, I just got to talk about this. It was it was absolutely uh, mortifying. It was befuddling. It was it was bizarre ass and behavior. And then uh, lastly we're going to talk about I saw something out on the street the other day that was a little unnerving, a little weird, a little out of the ordinary, made me laugh. Um I don't know. Let's talk about it. See what you think when I tell you my street story. But for now, let's get rolling down the road. In fact, the highway. In fact, the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Ah. Please go away and leave me alone. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, <laughs> my blue blanket. Give me my blue blanket. Fasten yourself. You're riding down the Harlan Highway. It's the Harlan Highway. Have you checked the children? Okay, so here's the deal. You're you're saying where the heck is the Harlan Highway? How how could he miss a day? Well, it's rare that I miss a day. It's it's rare that I miss an episode, gang. Uh and I know I'm a day late. I think this is the second time this year. God, I'm really slipping here, gang. Uh, but let me tell you why. I think you'll you'll give me a little, uh, little wiggle room here, a little flack, a little slack, a little length of rope. Hopefully not to hang myself. Uh, but um, I started work on a new sitcom uh, this week. And uh, needless to say, uh, a sitcom is a big endeavor. It's a big uh, undertaking. There's a lot of getting your footing. There's a lot of figuring things out. There's a lot of everything. I mean, you're shooting a TV show, for gosh sakes. Um, so this was our first week, and it's been a madhouse. And uh, I just did not have time to get to uh, laying down some magic for, for you folks. But uh, here I am a day late. Nonetheless, I have not forgotten you. And, uh, you know, let me tell you a little bit about the show. It's a, it's a show called Package Deal. Uh, it's a new sitcom. And uh, we're shooting 13 episodes of this thing. Uh, great cast. And the premise of the show is it's these three brothers. And one of the brothers has a girlfriend. And it's called Package Deal because the girl... Gets with the youngest brother, but little does she realize that in dating the younger brother, who she falls in love with, she gets kind of sucked into the dynamic of the two other brothers. So there's three brothers, and uh, she inadvertently has to deal with uh, with all the hijinks and uh, the history uh, between the three brothers and uh the the brothers are uh, very closely knit they've got a very tight long uh, lasting lifelong relationship and needless to say whenever a different woman walks in between them then the other brothers have to vet her they have to figure out if she's worthy uh they're constantly testing her and uh you know they're seeing if she has if she has the the uh, the metal to, uh, to um, you know, be part of the gang. And so the uh, show revolves around uh, this group of four, the three brothers and the girl, and uh, how they all cope, how they all get along in various situations, and the comedy ensues. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Really good group of uh, actors, and uh, I believe there's a Facebook page up. On Again, I don't have a lot of details. I think there's like a, a, uh, a Facebook page for um, package deal. Uh, as I said, this is the first week everything's new, so I, I just don't have my footing yet. Um, but uh, I play the oldest brother out of the three. Uh, the youngest brother plays a, uh, a lawyer. The second brother uh, plays a guy that's, uh, I think he's kind of getting his footing in life. He's recovering from a a divorce. And then I play kind of a a weird salesman guy who uh, just can't seem to get his act together and will try and sell ice to an, an Eskimo. Um, so there's my excuse, and uh, I'm not sure when the show's going to air, and I'm not sure where it's going to air, but it looks like it might be uh, a mid-season replacement coming around in uh, February, possibly. So, uh, you know, as, as this show unfolds, as I learn more, I obviously don't know a lot. Um, I will let you know, but uh, we're gonna have some great guest stars on the show. I'm am not allowed to tell you who they are yet, but uh, some really good people. And uh, needless to say, we we are working on the first episode, having a ton of fun, loving loving my cast mates, and uh, let's hope it's a it's a good show. So that being said, let's uh let's kick it into gear. A day late. But uh, you know, it's uh it's podcast time, right, gang? One cheeseburger with everything coming up. Okay, and speaking of food, check this out. I'm I'm walking around in the street the other day. You know, out hunting for a hot chocolate. You know how I like to prowl the streets like a hot chocolate night cat. <coughs> hot chocolate. Um, I'm wandering around. And I'm I'm crossing an intersection. It's a busy street. I'm in the city. And there's people walking here and there. There's cars buzzing by. It's the middle of the day. Sun's up. And I run across a light. I land on the sidewalk on the other side. And I look up, and there's a guy sitting, like, on a big the edge of a big concrete flower pot. Okay, just kind of by himself, nobody around. It's not a lunch area. It's not outside an office building. It's just a random, like, ugly concrete flower pot on a sidewalk. And I look, and the guy's gnawing. I, I guess eating and gnawing are the same thing, but gnawing's just a different kind of eating. The guy's gnawing on a cob of corn. What the hell? <laughs> It's just an odd thing. I mean, you don't normally just see someone out in public, walking down the street or sitting on a corner. You, you can imagine going by a Starbucks and you you look out at the the plethora of people sitting around and they're just eating a cob of corn. It's weird. It, it's offsetting. It 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 threw me off. It was this guy. This it was an Asian guy and you know young, maybe I don't know. T- 30 years old, 28, backpack, one of his legs was crossed, no one around, just sitting on the side of the s- sidewalk, gobbling a cob of corn. What the hell's that all? What's going through that guy's mind? Well, I got myself a cob of corn here, and I don't really want to eat it all by myself in the house or up in the apartment. I... I think the best thing to do would be go out into the street and eat this cob of corn right out on the sidewalk where everyone can see me. And here's the weird thing about a cob of corn. I mean, you know, it's an awkward item to eat because you're not really putting it in your mouth. It's not like an apple or a... Or a sandwich, you don't, you don't put the, uh, the thing in your mouth until it's gone, right? With most foods, you shove them in your mouth and they get smaller and smaller and smaller and then, bing, they're gone. You've ingested them. With a cob of corn, you just keep gnawing away. You eat the corn, but the cob's still there. So all you've really done is scraped the surface of your food and you've still got the bulk of your food in your hand. you got the cob, all the corn's gone, but you you still have almost the same mass you started with, right? So it's it's very odd. And then the other thing about the the, the cob of corn is, you always have to uh, you have to do work to it. You know, a sandwich you pull it out, an apple you pull it out, right? A cob of corn you got to roll that sucker in butter. You gotta slide butter all over it, up and down, up and down. Then you gotta put salt all over it. Then you might even have to have those little corn uh, grabber things. You know, you you stick uh, you stick those little prongs in each end of the cob, and you use those if you don't want to get your fingers all buttery and salt. You know, you you eat enough cobs of corn, your fingers look like. Uh, like they do when you step out of the bathtub you've been in it too long you get like pruny skin you get corn on the cob prunes and so it, it's just an odd piece of food and to see a guy just sitting out on a sunny afternoon with the birds singing twirling a cob of corn in his face just a little awkward a little weird May, made me laugh actually I'm just like Look at this guy. I got my cob of corn. You ladies, uh, you ladies want a party? I got me a cob of corn going over here. What do you got going on, huh? You may have a fancy car and a fancy office, but I got me a cob of corn going on here. Right? So I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh oversensitive to corn, maybe I'm being uh too picky. I don't know what I'm doing, but uh just keep your cobbin keep your cobbin to yourself. I, I don't know if that's even the term when you're eating a cob of corn. Is that is that called cobbin? Are you cobbing it up? Hey man, you wanna come over and cob it up? Yeah, okay man. Let's cob it, dude. Let's grab a cab, let's cab it to the cob, and cob it after we cab it. Okay, man, sounds cool. So there you go. Keep your cob in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? Hello. Here we are, children. Come and get your lollipops. Lollipops, come along, my little one. Ice cream, all, free today. all free today. Uh, I want to talk to you about buildings. This is kind of sad. This this is this makes me sad. And I'm kind of mad at buildings. I'm kind of mad at architecture. Do you live in an apartment or a house? Do you live in a, you know, you gotta live somewhere, right? You gotta live in some kind of building. And it occurred to me the other day that I'm pissed off at buildings because they outlast us. You know, think think about when you move into a new house or you move into a new apartment or whatever. You kind of move in there with all your dreams and your aspirations and 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 uh, all your your uh, foreshadowing into the good things that'll happen. This will be, be the place where I raise a family. This is the place where I'll, uh, you know, lose my virginity. This is the place where I'll uh, write my first best-selling novel. And then within all those dreams and aspirations, uh, these things become reality. You, you do. You, you put in time with your building, with your house, with your dwelling, you you live there, you you, you you get into the walls of the place, right? The the place actually takes on your, your scent. The the uh, the walls and the carpet and the flooring they, they, they inherit the scent of your of your chemical makeup and you adorn the walls with your personal artifacts and your, your paintings and your keepsafes and you hang your clothes in the closet And you snuggle on the couch with your significant other and you watch movies and you laugh and you fight and you cry. You open Christmas presents and you carve Thanksgiving turkeys. And you do all these things that that make that that dwelling, that, that place that you live, a part of you. And uh, you get a connection with that building. You get a a feeling for that building. You you get this place that you call home. You get this place that you think maybe, just maybe, it's going to be there forever. It's going to see you have children and raise children. And it was there when you had your dog. And your cat stays there when you go to work and... You know every nook and cranny. uh, You know the way the doorbell looks. And you know the way the door knocker's crooked. You know the doors that squeak and the floorboards that creak. You know the faucet that drips. You know the way the water goes around in the drain. You know the way the the rain sounds on the windows. You know which rooms are the coolest and which, which rooms are the hottest when you put on the air conditioning or the heat. All these things. And here's why I'm mad at buildings. Because I was driving around the other day and I passed some buildings. Some nice looking townhouse, condos, some homes. And I realized that just like the people living in them, just like me, one day we would be gone. Me and you and our kids and our dogs and our dreams and our novels and our aspirations and all... The things that we took into that house that lived under that roof with us are just gone. Maybe you packed up and you moved away, or worse yet, and this is probably what really struck a chord with me, is we we die, we pass on, and those buildings just stand there, cold, emotionless. Bring me the next dweller. Bring me the next victim, bring me the next dreamer, bring me the next novelist, the next genius, whoever, I don't care, as long as they pay the rent, I'll let them live inside me. And so it made me sad that the, these, these things that we built, these walls, these roofs, these ceilings that, uh, that keep us they're really not, you know, organically part of us. They they are uh, for the time we're in them, but then we're just gone, and all, all the memories are gone. All the things I talked about are just gone. Did they ever exist? That fight you had with your girlfriend, that, that night you lit a fire and got down on your knee and proposed to her. Where is that? Where did those moments go? The first time you had to get up out of your bed and walk to the baby room and pick up your brand new baby because they were crying in the middle of the night. Where is that? Where, where? Where's the flat screen you had when you watched your favorite team win the Super Bowl and you and all your buddies were laughing and having beers and eating chicken wings? Where is all that? The house doesn't care. The townhouse doesn't care. The condo doesn't care. You're just gone. Take your crap off my walls. Get your car out of my garage. Open the windows. Soon your scent will be gone. There'll be no trace that you ever existed, that you were ever here. And I know it sounds a little depressing, doesn't it? It's, it's kind of like, you know, people spend huge chunks of their lives in these places <laughs> and and the the buildings don't care. They just watch you walk away. They don't weep. They don't cry. They don't miss you. They just stand there. And so it made me mad in a way that they outlast us. You know, maybe maybe we should all live in igloos. You know, think think of an igloo, right? family of Eskimos all rosy-cheeked and frost in their beards. They literally bend down into the ice, carve up some giant cubes of ice, stack them, form them, meld them together, climb inside, and they go inside and they drink Eskimo whiskey and they, they boil up some... S- seal meat and some walrus flap flippers, they sing songs and they laugh, and they, 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 they do chants, they, they, they knit uh, caribou hide together, they smoke salmon, they sleep, they make love, They bond, they share hunting stories, and then when it's all over, they leave, they walk away, and their house melts into the ground. That house doesn't win. That house is organic. That house melts back into the ground, and all the memories and stories and events, Eskimo intercourse that happened. And you've got to wonder if they do it caribou style or doggy style. I don't know. How, how does an Eskimo do it? Walrus style? Ah. I don't know. But at least the house doesn't win. The house goes away when they go away. And then, for what it's worth, those memories, all, all that stuff just kind of melts. It melts back into the ground and maybe somehow becomes part of the organic earth. It doesn't, doesn't just stand there and watch more cars go by and let new tenants come in. That's done. Only one owner only. That's it. So maybe Eskimos have it figured out. But, uh, you know, I know it sounds dumb to be mad at a building. But I wish we outlasted the buildings. That's all I'm saying. I wish I wish we could walk away from the building and go... Oh, thanks, building. You served your purpose well. But, uh, you know, I got a life to live. So, sorry. Bye. Right? Because that's what the igloos do. They just, they're gone. Once the Eskimos are gone, the igloo's gone. So, there you go. Now that I've totally depressed you about where you live, um, you know, get a flamethrower and melt your apartment. Hello? (laughs) Hello? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Well, here's a little story about a guy who picked his ass. He was talking to me, and he started to pick his ass. I was standing there, and he was talking to me. And the next thing you know, he's picking his ass right in front of me. Yeah, that's, that's a true song story slash fable. Square dance. Yeah, have you ever had this happen? This happened to me. You know, I go around when I when I tour, when I do stand-up comedy. I, I, I visit a lot of radio stations and I do interviews. You know, every city you got to go in and do the interviews and talk to the folks and yuck it up and let people in the community know you're there. And uh, I was in a place recently, I won't say where, but, uh, you know, I meet a lot of DJs and on-air personalities and... I was doing this one, uh, station not too long ago recently and, uh, you know, the guy came out to greet me and, uh, he couldn't, you know, one of the on-air personalities and he couldn't have been nicer. Like, Hey man, how's it going? And, you know, shook his hand and, uh, and then he started talking to me and uh, actually there was another person there, the publicity uh, agent that took, drove me over to the, uh, to the interview. We were standing there talking to the guy and all of a sudden, in the middle of the conversation, you know, we're just shooting the breeze, talking about the weather. The, the guy reaches around and starts picking his ass, <laughs> and and I'm kind of like, wait a minute, did he just do that? Like, 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 as if he scratched his chin, he just reached around and like, like, really, like, got in there and was like, you know, like digging a couple of claws up there into the honey hole, right? And it was a little weird, and then we we keep talking, and I didn't kind of know what to do. And then, like, about uh, three, four minutes later, honk, he does it again. The old koala claws go uh, back in the old uh, eucalyptus uh, branch or whatever it is. I'm like, wait a second. So this guy goes, hey, man, we'll have you you, uh, in just a few minutes. Hang tight, and I'm going to go get everything set up and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, great. So the guy leaves. I turn to the publicity person. I go, "Did you just see that?" And he goes, "What?" I go, "Was it just me, or was that guy picking his ass?" Well, while well, he was talking to us, he goes, "Yeah, I saw that too, man. The guy was totally picking his ass right in front of us." I'm like, "What the? Who does that?" And this other person I was list with, 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 who I was with, was just as befuddled. They're like, "I don't know." Who does do that? And I go, didn't we just shake that guy's hand? And we were like, yeah, we did, man. We just did like a like an ass shake. We did like a pick shake, man. We did like a crack shake. I mean, that ain't right, man. That ain't right. You, you know? And it's not like we're just like some Joes rolling into the you know, we're not we're not like uh some local kid who uh, found a skunk in his basement or you know some mother whose kid want a you know some mothers kid want a cheerleading competition or something okay we're coming in as like a guest celeb you know the the funny comedian guys coming in to do some shtick. and uh you know I'm 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 representing in a in I'm in a town uh, at the big comedy club, doing doing some shows, and uh, this guy greets us by uh, shoving a couple of digits in his uh, his glory hole. What the hell, man? It was just creepy. I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to think of the guy. Because next thing I know, I'm in there and the guy's interviewing me. Right? He's like so, Arlen, tell us about uh, your life. Tell us about your movies. What's going on? And I'm surprised I didn't blur out. Oh, well, you know, I've just been picking my ass. I mean, uh, I've been uh, cutting the grass, you know. Um, and I've also been picking my ass. I mean, dating a fine lass. Um, you know, all I could think about was this guy grinding. All I could uh, think about was this guy standing there with a smile on his face, talking about the weather. One of his hands disappears. And you know the body language when you start picking your ass. You kind of, you, your spine twists a little, right? And your ass kind of goes on an angle. Get a little cricket crooked. It's like one leg goes up a little bit, right? You kind of, you kind of like, <laughs> you kind of get up on the balls of your feet on, on one foot. Because you gotta you're kind of propping that one ass cheek up. And then your elbow goes out really weird because you're like, you you know, you kind of got to reach back there and stick your fingers into the mud pie. So your elbow's like sticking out. It looks all weird. I mean, it's just a weird pose. I don't think Leonardo da Vinci ever did a, a, a carving of that. I don't think if you go to Rome and you're driving around and you see statues standing in fountains, I don't think you, you ever see the guy with a with picking his ass statue, but it feels like it's kind of the type of pose a, a statue would have, right? Like the ribs sticking out a bit, the, the back arched a little, the, the elbow sticking out. Like look kind of looks like it's sticking out of the spine like a fin, like a shark fin. And then you, one of your, your feet is kind of up, the heel is off the ground. And then sometimes you're like, you actually pull your chin back into your neck. You're like, ooh, okay, I got to Ooh, ooh, there it is. Oh, oh, Right? So this guy was doing all that, and here he is chatting me up, and I'm like, Jesus, dude. What's your chair smell like, dude? God. You know, have a little etiquette. We've never met. And you, you think we can sit and talk about the weather, and you can have one, a couple of your fingers in your heiny hole? No, thanks, dude. You know, well, I'm not that comfortable with you yet. I, I, don't, I don't even know your name, dude. You're standing here shaking my hand and then going for your, uh, your trap door? No, thanks. So that's my etiquette tip. Okay, gang, that's my etiquette tip for the day. Don't pick your ass. You can pick your friends, but don't pick your ass. Creepy, just creepy. Um, so there you go. That that's all I got for today. I'm gonna end it on the old ass picking. Good old Ash, Ash picking, Ash picking dog. Um, so there you go. Um, I guess we'll end it there. We gotta end it there. Um, like I said, I'm I'm excited about this new sitcom. I'll keep you posted as that goes along. Here's some other announcements. Um, don't forget I have a brand new app that's available. It's a free app. You can get it at HarlandApp.com, or you can uh, go to iTunes and get it. The Harland App. It's fun, full of ringtones and. Goofy stuff. Should put a smile on your face. Um, and uh, my new comedy special will be coming out uh, January 15th. I'm going to tell you more about that in November. I'll give you the name of it. It's called Harlan Williams, A Force of Nature. I can't wait to tell you all about it. I'm going to be posting some sneak pictures, some sneak uh, clips, uh, it's really, really one-of-a-kind comedy special. It's a lot different. In fact, it's, it's more different than any comedy special you've ever seen. I promise you that. Um, so we'll get into that uh, early in November. And uh, don't forget, check me out at, uh, at Harlan Williams on Twitter. Uh, don't forget to check out the new uh, podcast uh, network we have going, All Things Comedy. Uh, you can find me on there now where you have got you can find all your uh, your comedy needs, postings, listings, other funny comedians with their podcasts. Um, and uh, that's it. Go to harlowwilliams.com for more info. And uh, we're gonna sign out because I'm I'm getting a little itch and I don't want to ooh I don't want to be talking to you while I scratch if you know what I mean ooh oh, oh there goes my elbow Oh um so there you go Harlan Williams we'll see you next time and until next time my friends chicken chow mein baby.